Kobe. Kobe. I need more. You had three. Kobe. <laughs> That's not a good one. That sounds like his mom calling him in. Okay. Welcome to the Sports X3 Podcast. That's right. Switched it up. My name is Jake, here with your host, the man in the Florida Gator full-on outfit. Shirt, beanie, rocking it out. Anthony! Hello, it's not quite the same colors, but... It's real fucking close. It is. Hello there. And I'm also, here. college football is over. True. Sorry. It's okay. What's up, Rory? Oh, I'm here. You're oh, here? that's it. <laughs> well, you didn't introduce gonna, me. I was, I was getting to it. I know. I'm just, I, I was caught off guard. I'm rarely caught off guard, but there's I'm, usually like an order to things. I'm glad I could catch you off guard. Go Dude, ahead and introduce him there, I'm, Jake. Welcome, Rory. <laughs> I'm also here. Thanks, All, guys. As always, Rory is at the end of the table, and. Uh, I, I like what we did a while back where we just named some facts about Rory. <laughs> so uh, Rory is here, and he's awake. We always start with that one. Yeah. What else? Um, he drives a red truck, lives at 37. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, all of those are true. <laughs> all right. And uh, yeah, so this is our one year since Kobe died episode. Yeah, one year without Kobe. One year doesn't seem like much is different. Everything. Wait, different. did we kick off a Mamba curse? Is there going to be a mummy next year? Oof. No, but I noticed that nobody died rich and famous and black named whose initials were KB. Yeah. Uh, so, well, there's still a couple of days in January. Anyways, my theory from last year goes out the window. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, you remember that theory, Roy? I do. It was Kevin Barnett, Kobe Bryant, but I think they were also, you know. Dead street, on the same day. Streets ahead. Two years in a row. <laughs> they weren't the same day. So. <laughs> <laughs> the same month. Anthony, I here we What's have up? some uh, Baseball Hall of Fame news now. <laughs> Since I know nothing about the Baseball Hall of Fame, what are the steps to actually getting there? You have to obviously have played baseball. Correct. Yes, okay. and you can't bet on your team ever. Yes, and mm. that's, you have to wait five years, right, after you retire? Five years after you retire, you have to get 75% of the votes from the selected... Do you submit your name? Like, do you submit your no, own name? No, like five I should be years, you're eligible. They oh, just so, put you on the ballot. Oh, so they're just like every player that retired five years ago should be on the ballot? Now or what? Yes. Yeah, yeah basically. For, whoever was good, basically. I think they get, let's see. I want to say they get like seven tries. Uh, I could be wrong on that number. Oh, so that's, I mean. You think Bonds will ever get nope. there? So, yeah, the reason we're talking about this is because it just happened. The voters. Uh, the voters are like a committee of people who are made up of the press, I believe. Yeah. And they, I think there's 150 of them. Again, I'm not actually sure. 200, something like that. 200? Yeah, something like that. I know that uh, Kurt Schilling missed it by 4%, 16 votes. So you guys can extrapolate the math if you would like. Yeah. And the reason why we find that funny is because he's one of those people that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but uh, he's 
kind of a dick. Don't and, get me wrong. Yeah, I loved <laughs> Kurt Schilling as a kid. You know, yeah, World yeah, Series yeah. co-MVP Good, with great Randy Johnson. Player. Won the World Series for the Diamondbacks. I loved Kurt Schilling until the bloody sock thing, and I was like, you fucking Bostonian. Okay, uh, so wait, what happened? What happened with what? Kurt Schilling. To make Kurt him, Schilling. Um, to make him be kind of an asshole. Uh, well, he spoke... Oh, well. He spoke... Uh, in a, in a manner on ESPN, it kind of started there, in a way that you would be like, wow, that's a little out, out there. And he's always been like that. Well, the, what he did is he started talking, like, he was one of the first ones to start talking, like, politics, and he was very conservative about stuff. Uh, and he was that kind of asshole. Yeah, but he was an asshole to the fact that, like, you, you kind of got a racist vibe from him. Okay, yeah. like a John Rocker racist vibe or a little less extreme? A little less extreme than John yeah. Rocker, but, okay. uh, you know, it's been speculated for sure. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Anyway, Kurt Schilling, though, great baseball player. Yeah, so he recently came out uh, supporting the multiple-time... Multi, Supporting the obviously debunked theory of voter fraud in multiple swing states, uh, uh, saying that you know, uh, uh, what was stop the steal? Okay, <laughs> Anyways, so so and uh, because of that, uh, multiple he was slated. Most people thought he was going to make it, and then uh, early predictions actually had him missing it by uh, one vote, and he ended up missing it by more. Uh, and it's believed that a big chunk of that is people who decided they weren't going to vote the way they originally were going to vote. Yeah, they, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's so easily manipulated in his brain. Not even that. I think it's just the fact that he's 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 not in line with what they think. So they that's why they didn't vote for him is because instead of looking at his baseball merits, they're looking at him as a. Yeah, but do you really now. want I think a Hall funny. of Fame full of assholes? Like, like, wow, I'm walking through this baseball Hall of Fame, also known as the Asshole Hall of Fame. I mean, a lot of this them... This guy are... played baseball really well, but he was a shit human being and shouldn't be on the wall anyway. i say they let Kurt Schilling in when they let Pete Rose in. Well, see, I, I have a little bit more sympathy for Pete Rose. He never well, gambled against himself. <laughs> <laughs> he was fairly confident in his team's ability to win. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, you. it's really only should only be bad if you bet against yourself. Yeah. that's all you have control over. Really? I mean, if you think you're hot, the hot ticket, you should fucking bet all your money on yourself. I mean, that's what you're doing every night you play anyway. Free Pete Rose. Free Pete Rose. I think we had the same discussion last year when the Hall of Fame came around. Yeah. Oh, did we? So we talk about it. Oh, yeah. It, it's just that's what you know. Most people talk about this time of year is this, but I th nobody got. But that's the main thing is that nobody got in. Like nobody. not a single Barry person Bonds this year it. got voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh man, I wish they would just you know give up on that steroids thing and just let people in. The only I don't argument think that's that cheating. That's just you know. <laughs> The only argument Augmenting that I your workout, <laughs> <laughs> augmenting it. It's yeah. just like I mean, protein. you improve it. Yeah. The only thing I agree with Kurt Schilling on is he does. He did cry on Twitter like a big old long letter about how he wanted to be removed from the ballot next year. He's like, I don't agree with this process anymore. So I would formally like to be removed. Blah blah blah. Anyways, and the only thing that he did point out was that uh, the other team basically was talking shit. He said the two other players who didn't make it, who can't, who aren't getting in, 
are not getting in because they cheated. He said, I never did anything in, in baseball, and I'm being persecuted for X, Y, or Z. I mean, uh, he's, he's got a point, though. Like He does, but he's a crybaby. <laughs> I think it's funny because I didn't like him after the bloody sock thing. What's the bloody sock thing? Oh, I'm pretty sure he put some ketchup on his sock to come out to the fucking uh, game for the World Series against... Oh, the ALCS, I believe it was, against the Yankees. Uh, his, yeah, they said he had an ankle injury, and he came out with a bloody-ass ankle, supposedly. Ketchup ankle. You think it's a conspiracy? Uh, I think Kurt Schilling's a drama queen. Ketchup <laughs> ankle. Ketchup mm. ankle. Oh, and you know how much dr- drama he is? If somehow he could hear this, he'll, he'll fucking talk shit to us on Twitter. So... Uh, well, Come on, Kurt, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt Schilling, if you are listening to this podcast on the off chance, we are sorry that you did not make it into the Hall of Fame, but we actually voted you into a Hall of Fame that we are opening. You're going to be the first person to get in. It's the Hall of Fame of baseball player assholes. <laughs> Number one, hey, uh, unanimous Clemens vote. Will join you. Yeah, we'll be. You'll, you'll have. You'll be in company. <laughs> you'll be in company. <laughs> Not necessarily good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just thought it was funny that Kurt Schilling didn't make it. I don't know why. Maybe that's, you know, he's already had enough, you know, accolades, right? World Series co-MVP who won a World Series. Sports Illustrated co-man of the year. You know what? As long as we keep him from getting anything of his own, as long as he shares everything with Randy Johnson, <laughs> I'm good with it. Wait, is Randy Johnson in the Baseball Hall of Fame? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first yeah, fuck this guy. first year ballot, fucking unanimous. I think I don't think anyone d- didn't vote for him. Uh, Babe Ruth didn't have any, everyone vote for him, also. But the Baseball Hall of Fame is weird though, because you have guys that will just vote based on, or they won't vote based on the fact that like they don't want get this person to be a unanimous Hall of Fame voter. Uh, so you'll have people who will politic a little bit like that just to give them like. If it's somebody who deserves to be a unanimous, they just won't vote for them just to so they don't get the unanimous. So it's still a protected, very special thing to get a unanimous. Why don't they just do like uh, people that are like, why don't they just let people vote and see like, hey, here's the Baseball Hall of Fame. These are the people we have on the ballot this year. All of you people vote because you are the people that made them Hall of Famers. Like by watching them, by giving them a fanship or a fan base that, you know. Yeah, and then you'll get fan favorites, which the writers don't like because they're like, well, it's got to be the baseball's again weird because they're like the purity of the game. We need all Wait, like... is Bobby Bonilla in there? Um, I, I can I find know. out for you. Let me read off these just stats for real just, quick. just for his uh, his uh, heist of. I don't I don't think he is, but we're gonna find out. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Randy Johnson was not unanimous going into the Hall of Fame. Out of 549 voters, he received 534 yes votes, 97.27%. Mariano Rivera was the first player to be ever elected unanimously, and Derek Jeter received the next highest percentage without being uh, unanimous at 99.74. Fuck Derek Jeter, though. Fuck the Yankees. He's a biracial angel, bro. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see here. Is Bobby Bonilla in the Hall of Fame? He is not. Ah, sorry. Thanks, Google Anthony. <laughs> you hear my blown out speaker on my cell phone? Yeah, that sounded awful. Fucking thanks. So, AT&T. okay, yeah, fan favorite Bobby Bonilla would be in the Hall of Fame if everyone got a vote. That's yeah. true. Bobby Bonilla was the second 
most fan favorite player ever. Yeah, he was a he's a he was a switch hitter, and he his his average was I think three hundred. He hit three hundred. I think so. Good for Bobby. It, he should maybe be in the Hall of Fame if he hit three hundred. That ain't an easy thing to do. Plus, I have his baseball card. So, Ooh, <laughs> you guys want to hear an interesting stat about Ichiro? Sure. What's oh, that? Ichiro a... Suzuki. Ichiro Suzuki. I love that name. <laughs> uh, someday. I think it was, I don't know the exact date, but it was early in his rookie year, which I believe was 2001. Uh, it was sometime in, I believe, May. Uh, he grounded out to shortstop, which dropped his uh, batting average to 299 for the for the year, or 298 or whatever. Next time up, he got, and because he was a rookie, that was his quote-unquote lifetime average. Next time he got up to the plate, he got a single, which put him back up over 300. And his average never fell under 300 for the rest of his career. Dang. Ever. So he hit the ball a third of the time. Yeah. And Man. a lot of, you know. Yeah. Never Ichiro fell under. Ichiro Suzuki. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Ah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's definitely in the baseball, like, World Hall of Fame. And I'm sure he's in the United States. In our personal record books, he's in the Hall of Fame. Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki like, in the Hall of Fame. Dude's got like 5,000 hits in Japan and United States combined. Like Thursday? Like Thursday, Thursday? Oh, no, no, no. He retired in 2019. So he has, okay. he has a few more years. Wow, left. so he was still playing? Yeah, yeah. He played for a long time. Wow, damn. Yeah, he's 47, dude. Holy cow. And a lifetime Suzuki. career average of 311. There's That's... something to be said about those Suzuki motors. <laughs> I get it. That was a joke. I get it. Um, what? Uh, They're actually usually junk. How many years did he uh, did he play? He 19, played 18? 2001 to 2019, so 18, 18 years. So 18-year career batting over 300, just yeah. over 300? 18-year uh, career, he hit... Wow, this is a real interesting breakdown of stats here, guys. <laughs> so yeah, 311 career uh, average. That is uh, 117 home runs and 780 RBI. That's just in the MLB, too. Uh, of course, he has some monster stats over in um, Japan before he came to America. So... Yeah, he played for a while in Japan before yeah. he came over. We're, I guess we're a couple years late, but, you know, uh, good good retirement for Ichiro. Hooray. Have a good retirement, Ichiro. It's a good year it was in 2019. So <laughs> what else are we talking about today? Um, okay, so. Yeah, Kurt Schilling didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Fuck you. Ha ha. Okay. Yeah, and to wrap it up, Hall of, Famer, Hall, Hall, Hall of Fame voting's a joke, and... It's just a funny, funny meme now to not even... You're not even going to have a single person going to the Hall of Fame. How, you're just, it's okay, stupid. Kurt, you sound like Kurt Schilling now, bro. No, no I... <laughs> Should we take your name off the ballot, Anthony? <laughs> I want to formally remove my name from the ballot. Oh, <laughs> don't start that again. <laughs> Do you want to hear one of the best jokes I've ever read on Twitter? Sure. From uh, Joe List. It's... Uh, I don't know much about the stock market, but I know about, but I know a lot about the cock market. I've been trying to sell short for years. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, the, the uh, murderer a... guy, Joe Joe List. Is that the guy who like killed his whole family? No, 
Oh. <laughs> it's a great segue and awkward now. Thanks, Jake. Uh, <laughs> uh, to talking about the stonks. Um, We're talking about stonks? Just real quick. I just want to touch on it real fast. Buy, so sell, ring the bell, stocks. So, <laughs> the fuck? GameStop. Our, our stock section. Hang yeah. on. Yeah, okay, do it again. Okay. Buy, sell, ring the bell, stocks with Anthony Baxley. Ding, ding. All right, so here we go. So we got stonks talk here. Um, a lot of stuff happened. GameStop and AMC theaters and some other low retail stocks got inflated yesterday because a bunch of Reddit users decided to stick it to some hedge fund people who were trying to basically take advantage of a dying uh, dying retail store in GameStop and AMC and stuff like that. Well, I think that... They were like, I think it's short selling. They were short selling, yeah. Yeah, where they like pay, like they pay against the place staying open. So like they're betting on it to fail. Exactly, yeah. And they buy a lot of stock, betting on it to fail. And then when it goes up a little bit, they sell it. It fails, and then they can buy it back later on. I don't know. It's some crazy bullshit that but, works out with them making lots of money either yeah, way. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they can make a ton of money on this and also but they could then they'll benefit from a thing going bankrupt or going out of business or something yeah, like that. Yeah, either way they made their money. Correct. And it's also a gamble though too. It's not it doesn't always work. Like in this case where 100,000 people on Reddit or however many people, I'm just saying 100,000 people decided to invest in GameStop to inflate the prices so then they couldn't when they went to buy back their stock, they actually had to pay money mm-hmm. because it was worth mm-hmm. more. And it bank- it bankrupt somebody. Somebody like is now looking at, at trying to ask for a bailout, bailout or something. I'm well, not yeah, sure. I think oh it, my god, it, that's in funny. the beginning of January, it was like thirty nine dollars a share or something like that. And at the end of the day yesterday, it was like three hundred dollars and ninety two cents a share. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, they basically all these guys that bought stock. And then had to buy it back or whatever to keep their what's money not awesome level is that Robin Hood and E Trade and another one all went in and blocked fucking everyday Joe Schmo, the guy who's just you know trying to do a little trading on an app on his phone, blocked him from buying those. Yeah, because. Uh... Wall Street freaked out, even though they do this shit all the time. Yeah. Like, literally, we'll do this shit all the time. They got upset because some average Joes fucking- That shows you how much money they make, that one day they fucking lost a bunch of money, and they're like, no, 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 we don't lose money. Stop. <laughs> this doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, it no, bankrupt no, no, a no, mortgage, no. or not a mortgage, an equity firm. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, here's- I, I don't want to say good. drugs. But this is just- the way it is like if you don't understand how an economy works like that this is just what's going to happen so as soon as the people rise up and start doing something they have to put a stop to it like imagine if that had continued how many people that were wealthy would stop being wealthy man and a bunch of average joes also became really wealthy that dynamic of power shift would be actually kind of incredible it took a hundred thousand people to say no and if they imagine if they had gotten one million people to say no. Yeah, I need to pay more attention to my Reddit notifications on my phone. <laughs> right? Shit, I could have got me some stock yesterday. Um, and they were 
Of course, I used Robinhood, so they would have taken it, taken it all away. Uh, well, yeah, you should have sold it right away, though. Like, yeah, get build yeah. it up, let it inflate, and this bam, 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 sell it back. That's what some people did. Some people I was reading, some guy made ten thousand dollars off of a five hundred dollar investment. Yeah, something like Damn. that. And it's like, yeah, it went up like a thousand percent. It just only jumped. I've been paying attention yesterday, but it's uh, crazy, right? Like, but yeah, so, but yeah, so this, but the socks though, like. It's kind of funny though, because now they're probably going to actually regulate Wall Street, and it took normal people to do it, not the people who've been doing this thing forever. No, to do it. There's, they're not going to be able to regulate that. I don't know. They're talking about, or they're going to regulate average people from being able to invest the way that they did, or they're going to change the practices of doing short uh, right. things. So, is the bubble about to pop? Because I'm up like three hundred dollars right now, and I think I should just. Ditch it all. What do you guys think? Well, I'm no expert, but uh, you need to invest in the two things that never go out. Gold? No. Silver. Property and yourself. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Financial advice from Rory. Useless financial advice from Rory. All right, you got a little jingle for the end of that segment, for the end of the financial segment? <laughs> sure. Uh, we talked stocks and you just listened. Maybe you won't go broke. All right. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> it doesn't have to rhyme. Right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, not, not all poems rhyme, bro. Yeah, kitchen is bitching. Kitchen is bitching. So in last week's episode, we talked about Donovan Mitchell and Shaq. Did we release that yet? It's on this right here. You have to release it. So. Nice. Okay. Oh, so it all makes sense. <laughs> yes. So we talked about Shaq and uh, Donovan Mitchell having a beef, right? Right. Boom, boom, boom. They were oh, yeah. Beef. It was so, consumé is yeah. what it was. And Jack was real disrespectful. It's really He really was as far as yeah, just dude, doing Shaq's that, piecing that t- question in in the middle of halftime or whatever it was. Like it was a halftime question. Well, no, it was, it was a halftime statement. He posed it at halftime and then... Asked the question after the game. Then asked him, like, I don't know if you heard me, but I'm Shaq and I'm dumb. And I said some things during halftime. And I stand by those I things. I wanted you to hear it. What do you think? What do you think? And he was like, all right. Yeah, I saw that. It was I, super awkward. Yeah. I. Like, what, what do you say to that? Someone telling you you'll never be good enough. And he's like, you know, I've been hearing that <laughs> all my whole career. And he's like, I really don't care. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's a cool <laughs> dude. Yeah. But, but. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> are we talking about Salt Lake? Yes. All right. Yes. So the uh, legislation, though, there's some uh, legislators that are <laughs> now trying to sue Shaq, right? They're trying to sue him for... Are uh, they trying to sue him? They're, they're trying, trying to trying create to, a new... They're trying to bully him into something. I think something. they were uh, put, trying to put some article through that would make Donovan Mitchell a superstar. I think it was uh, Utah lawmakers were trying to pass a resolution to make Donovan Mitchell a superstar because Shaq said that he didn't think he had what it takes to be a superstar. And so lawmakers were kind of trying to like poke back at Shaq a little bit, I think. All right. That's fun. Yeah. I got a little quote here from the uh, resolution itself. It says, in Utah, we support our players when they face awkward app. Oh. Sorry. In Utah, we support our players when they face awkward abuse during post-game interviews disguised as pep talks. O'Neal's take that Mitchell, quote, doesn't have what it takes to get on the to get to the next level is even less accurate than his 50.4% playoff free throw percentage. 
Nice. Good for them. Sick burn, guys. Sick burn. That's a sick Mormon burn. Yeah. I'm glad that the Mormons' are, tax dollars are paying. Yeah, for I wonder that. how much. How much? The, I mean, I could think of worse things to spend money on in Utah. Also, uh, they're um, suggesting that uh, the state make Spida Mitchell the official state arachnid. I <laughs> support that message too. That's funny. That's quite cute. literally. <laughs> Quite literally, they're making Donovan. But what happens if they? Tr- I guess they're good for five years. <laughs> Where's? What is, you have to learn all these different things about the state, and it's like, oh, what's their state flower? Oh, a seagull lily. What's their state bird? Oh, it's a seagull. Oh, what's their state spider? Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> the resolution also notes that O'Neill's Kazam movie only has a five percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and made fun of his old video game. Shaq Fu. Okay, I'm gonna defend Shaq on one thing. Kazam is <sighs> shit. Kazam is the shit. I will defend Shaq's acting career any day of the week. Steel, Kazam. He was in one of the Grown Ups movies. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, funny. That's, that's pretty much it, right? Uh, yeah, and Mitchell is averaging 25 points uh, right now for the Jazz, who are on an 11 game win streak and first place in the West. 11 games? Oh, I thought oh. it was 10. That's awesome. Do oh. they win tonight? Oh, you're right. It's 10. I yeah, was thinking it was 10 before they won ten. last night. Yes. That's still dope, though. 10. Yeah, 10, ten game win streak, first in the West. We uh, watched the Lakers lose that funny yeah. game last night to fall into second place. Donovan Mitchell was also not uh, oh, present yeah. he, in the last game. Concussion Joe Ingles, protocol. yeah, he was out with concussion protocol. Uh, Joe Ingles took over his position, basically. But between him, uh, Clarkson, and Rudy Gobert, they just went off. I think Joe Ingles scored seven threes. Uh, Clarkson, I think, what was it? Like 30 points or some shit like that. Off the bench, or did he start? No, I think he started that game. But I know that he's um, he's a role player, yeah. and when he does it, he does it well. They were all just clicking. Rudy Gobert had fucking twenty rebounds, or yeah, 20, he, was it 20, twenty points? Twenty rebounds, twenty nine points, one assist. He also had three steal, uh, four steals, and three blocks, or three steals and four blocks. I can't remember. Beast mode. And what was crazy was their defense was just switching up between zone and man to man, and they could not come back from that. Like they couldn't. Like they would, who they, they, they go against? Uh, the Mavericks. Yeah, against the Mavericks too. I think they're playing them again here in a couple of days. So for a day or two. Since we're talking about the Jazz and Gobert having a beast mode night last night, um, Steve today comes up to me and he says that Rudy Gobert is the third best center in the league. Behind number one, he says is Joel Embiid. Number two, he says is Jokic. Jokic. Oh, he said Nikola Jokic, which I, I technically think Jokic is the best center because he can hit any shot on the floor. If you ask me, yeah, I would put him first and then Gobert second. Joel Joel Embiid is good to to me, but. I don't know. We watched him the other night against the Lakers. He did play really well last night against Anthony Davis. A couple, yeah, on a couple of baseline yeah. drives. Uh, it a was, couple that was of a good and a shooting. Like he's it wasn't too bad, right? Or, yeah, he actually did make a couple of nice fadeaways. But then towards the end of the game, when it really came down to crunch time, he missed a couple of clutch. Uh, who made buckets. that last shot though? That was Harris. A, yeah, that was an insane. Just right to the bottom of the basket. Yeah, didn't touch. 
barely touched the net going yeah, through. Just went after they were on a cold streak. They were, so the 76ers were up 13 or 14 on the Lakers with three minutes to go. Oh, yeah, I thought it was over. Lakers went on a 15 to nothing run <laughs> to take a one point lead with two and a half seconds to go. Or no, with like nine seconds to go. And uh, the fucking uh, Harris, I don't remember his first Tobias, name. Tobias, Tobias Harris, yeah. He's bringing the ball up and he's trying to fucking get off a screen or get free somehow, like anyhow, and he can't shake the defender. And I can't remember who was on him. But uh, so he drives to probably like 18 foot, does a pull up with a hand in his face, nearly touching the ball, and just <laughs> nothing but the bottom of the net. Two and a half seconds left. Lakers have no timeouts left. And LeBron basically walks off the court before it's even over because he's such a sour little bitch. He's kind of really sour in his old age, actually. I yes. loved it. It was good. It was great. It was great. I was furious that they let them go on a 15 nothing run to take the lead with 10 seconds left. Yeah, in the it game. just sort of gave up. It was kind of weird. But. And I hate Ben Simmons, but I really wanted the Jazz to take first place in the West. And they were beating the Mavericks by 28 oh, or 30 at halftime. <laughs> yeah, they were crushing them without Donovan Mitchell. So anybody that thinks that the Jazz aren't like really a good team, they just work so well in whatever role they're playing in. So Ingles started in Donovan's place, and he got 21 points, uh, Four rebounds, eight assists in 30 minutes. It's a solid Shit, night. That is a solid night. Solid off the bench. Clarkson still was playing uh, sixth man last night. Oh 31 my God. points <laughs> off the bench last oh night. Oh, my Three God. Three rebounds. So is he like the, the, the ultimate sixth man that people just forgot about? Or was he just not like He's playing the, the right? sixth man that doesn't even start when the fifth man is hurt? Yeah. Yeah, so I think... Uh, he didn't I, that's start a, last night? No, dude, the starting was Bogdanovich, O'Neal. Oh, Gobert. yeah, I forgot Bogdanovich was in okay. uh, With With uh, Clarkson, he's probably just good in that role to the fact that he can come in and mesh with, like, two or three starters, and then he's instant offense. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's so, f- like, quick, too. When they bring him in late in the first quarter or whatever, everyone's getting tired, and he's just like... <sighs> to the yeah, basket exactly and it's taken him a couple of years to find his niche because he was really talented and stuff like that it's but he's been on a he's been a journeyman for a while but he's been in utah for a few years now right it's like two years right this is his second okay. season i think this is it's his second season it's bogdanovich not, yeah. no, say, no no um clarkson it's the clarkson. second clarkson. season with utah yeah he's been traded around a lot he was on yeah uh, he went everywhere but yeah this is season two and last last year he didn't play like a huge role he was kind of like a bit player for their bench but yeah, I think he stepped up in the bubble, and he yeah. played. Well, he had to because Bogdanovich was yeah. hurt. And Bogdanovich was hurt. Broken wrist, right? Yeah. Bogdanovich. <sighs> Rough, but he's, now he's back. He's looking pretty good, although he only had six points last night in the win. That doesn't matter. One assist. His position was filled with thirty points. So. <laughs> yeah, he didn't need to score. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Bogdanovich is there to hit threes. That's, yeah, well, Clarkson's not actually a bad shooter either. Like, yeah. He just Clarkson has been hitting a lot of threes, actually. Yeah. The Jazz in general, a couple games that I, I watched. I think they're number one well. in three-point nice. scoring. I'm not 100% positive on that. but Miami Heat have no uh, starters, pretty much. They, they, they can't get a complete team. Everybody's been hit by COVID. The protocols have been out for two or three weeks now. Jimmy Butler hasn't been there for since the beginning of January. Uh, he's got some personal issues and injuries dealing with some stuff, and they keep getting their ass kicked. Bam Adebayo, though, has looked really nice. Sorry. Bam Adebayo has looked really nice, but he has no help 
So Jimmy, yeah. they're a different team with Jimmy on the floor running the floor. So that, yeah, that's a little Miami Heat update. That's about it. Well, hopefully that they get that straightened out. It's early in the season, early enough still that if everyone can get healthy, they can pull it back together. Oh yeah, there's enough. still tons of time left. This is a 72 game season this year, I think. Yeah. So the so. one thing I think the Jazz need to tighten up on, their free throws. Last night they only went 16 for 21, 76 percent. Hey. Calling them out, Gobert is good at everything, but not good at the free throws. Why aren't big men able to shoot free throws? I've never understood that either. You're like right there. Yeah, like, like the basket's like <laughs> eye level, bro. Like, yeah, you're a giant. Just like kind of, <laughs> can't you send your arm over and drop it in? So the Jazz out rebounded the Mavericks last night, fifty to thirty six. That's how you That'll lost. Do it. Yeah, Eleven to four on the offensive boards. Eleven to four on the offensive board. That's man, that second <laughs> chance points, like Yo. twenty-two oh. second chance points, you're just putting right in someone's pocket. Yeah, so you're gifting them twenty-two points. The Mavericks did come back hard in the fourth quarter. Uh, they, they, of course, probably the Jazz pulled everybody out. Would be my guess. Um, but the uh, Mavericks scored twenty-six in the fourth quarter, and the Jazz only scored sixteen. So they made it a respectable one sixteen to one hundred four loss. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. Utah yeah. looking really good. Uh, you think Western Conference champions this year? It's possible. They got a. So I think the East is a different story. We'll talk about them, I guess, at a different time. But the West is the top three or four teams are there. It's the bottom four that I'm not sure. Like the Suns now have kind of turned into maybe like a. They were looking really good. Now they're like a fourth or fifth seed right now. Yeah, I think they're maybe a game over 500 right now. Yeah, so they've lost a few. Although, you know, it's that, that happens in a long season. You'll have, you know, a bad five games or something like that. But it's how you rebound. Uh-huh. No pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> so wait, is the season's almost a third of the way over though, right? Yeah. Like it's 24 games, 20. Are they at 20 games yet, or is it still like 18? Uh, uh, right now, the Jazz are 14 and 4, I think. So oh, they're so like 18, 18 games. games right now. Yeah, so it's a little less than like a third of the season. Yeah, so, but, you know, you got to write the ship now. Like, the, now's the, the time if you're like a Miami Heat who's sitting at uh, 6 and 12 right Oof. now. 6 and 12. Yeah, I mean, they still got like, I'm going to say, five five to seven games if they can win a couple in there where they can still get everyone healthy and come back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns aren't even top eight right now. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, th- there's actually a pretty large gap between like two and two and three or three and four. Yeah, so, okay, we'll just rank them real quick. Western Conference, one, you have Utah, 14 and four. Two, LA Clippers, 14 and five. The Lakers, 14 and six. Denver eleven and seven, Golden State ten and eight, San Antonio ten and eight, Memphis seven and six, Portland's nine and eight. I don't know how they're ranked eight when they have two more. Wins. I don't. You know, I don't get it. And then that's Phoenix nine, Houston's ten. Phoenix and Houston on the cusp. The most southwestern uh, teams in the league. Is that right? <laughs> that league. is right. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so you guys want a little bit of uh. I don't know if either of you really care about this, but baseball insider information from the San Francisco Chronicle. Sure. The Dodgers. Nope. (laughs) The Giants (laughs) are trying to maybe sign Jock Peterson from the Dodgers, who's like one of their big postseason heroes every year. So 
kind of interesting. They're trying to snag him up. Are they at their winter meetings? Mm. Mm. You know, I only read the headline. Wow, that was... That, like, took all the energy away from you there, right? that about killed me. I almost fell asleep. (laughs) That's a good pickup, though, if they can get him, I guess. So... Yeah, that's a good steal. (laughs) No pun intended. Full pun intended. Full pun intended. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. The Peterson kind of rolls with the, like, the sluggers in... In Los Angeles, so send him over to the Giants. Could even out so the Diamondbacks don't have to be so overwhelmed by the Dodgers' hitters. San Francisco sucks every year. No one's worried about them. If only the Diamondbacks could just, like, figure out how to keep good players instead of trading them away on the cusp of being good. Yeah, but we just have to, like, we don't want to pay them. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. So... Whoever owns the D-backs are just running it as a business and are just making money off it. They're not actually trying to win championships. There, I said it. Yeah, exactly. What they keep doing is actually they do sign the people to these huge contracts, but then the first time they have two losing seasons in a row, they trade them all off. Or basically the first time they don't make the playoffs for two seasons, they trade them all off and start fresh and do the same bullshit over. It's just a money-making scheme. You're just a farm system for another team. That's all you are. No! I refuse to admit it. Or believe it. Uh, are we going to talk anything about the uh, Super Bowl? No, that'll be next week, because we'll get that out sooner, so it'll be out. When's the Super, the Super Bowl? Super Bowl is not this Sunday, but next Sunday. The 6th or 7th, whatever We're going to get that Super Bowl episode out to them? We will. All right, all that'll right. It'll be out for sure. Yeah, this isn't a very long episode. Nope. Not a lot of editing would be need to be done, though. All right. Where can they find us? They can find us on socials, Facebook, at the Sports Whispers Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at SportsX3 Podcast, and also Instagram at the Sports Whispers Podcast. We're more active on Facebook, though. Yeah, so. we're more active on Facebook. But don't forget, while you're on the old Apple Podcast, to give us a little rate and review. Tell us that you've been listening to us since Kobe died. R.I.P. Mamba. And, you know, it's been a year now. As you know, this is the year the year since Kobe died episode. I'm going to say it again. And that's when everything started going down shit for 2020. COVID yeah. happened. COVID is creeping into being a year as far as changing the world forever. Kobe died. COVID took a foothold. What do you think? Maybe it's possible that Kobe was keeping all the evil in the world at bay? No. Donald Trump is now out of the office. So, uh, Yeah. And also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, guys. Yeah, for sure. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Good night. Adios, motherfuckers! Wake up, Rory. Mm-hmm.